back to another episode of the DC TV Classics. I'm your host, Brittany Monet. Keith, our usual ringleader, is sick and unable to join us, but I'm not alone. My lovely co-host, Desiree Rodriguez, is here. Hey, Desiree, how's it going? Hey, guys, good to be back. It was fun last episode. Oh, yeah, so many Constantine feels I got out last episode. Thanks, everybody, for listening to that. (laughs) Yes, thank you. And we're also joined today, who is pretty much like an honorary host at this point, is Nick Lang. Hey, Nick, how are you? Oh, I'm good. I'm very good. How are you? Very uh, glad to be back and honored as well. Yes, it's always fun having you with us. So I'm glad you were able to join us. My pleasure. So for today's episode, with Valentine's Day coming up, and this was actually Keith's idea, was to talk about our favorite couples or ships from the classic shows but before we dive into that there's a bit of news and Desiree take it away with the news so if you guys haven't heard already which I'm sure you all have uh Terry Hatcher is gonna be starring on Supergirl uh she's gonna be a new season two villain so very happy to see Terry back in like the DC universe even if it's on Supergirl I'm not better um (laughs) So, yeah, that's going to be really, really cool. Uh, If you guys have missed it, Justice League Dark just came out. And the reason why that's considered, you know, DC Classics news is because Matt Ryan voiced Constantine, kind of reprised his role and voiced Constantine in the movie. He was honestly the best part. So go watch it for him. So I'll have to check that out. And also, I think Calder, the voice of Calder from Young Justice, is returning for season three. Nice. Yeah. I think that's kind of like all the news, at least right now, for the classics. Uh, we are going to dive into our favorite couples and ships. Yeah, I didn't even make the connection that this was for Valentine's Day. I forgot oh. Valentine's Day was coming up. Yeah, it is. No worries, Nick. I totally forgot Valentine's Day was coming up, too. Um. I'm, I'm glad we're doing this, or else I would have forgotten entirely. <laughs> so. Would have been in some trouble. Oh, yeah, that's not good. So this episode is dedicated to our favorite DCTV classics, couples or ships. And I'm, I know both of you came prepared, but let's start with you, Nick. Who's your favorite? Oh, I've, I've got a couple. Um, all, <laughs> most of mine are about um, the animated shows, the animated universe, um, like Justice League and, you know, the old Batman show. Um, well, not the old one. The It's kind of old, but not as old as the oldest Batman show. Um, <laughs> so, uh, in the Justice League show, I was a huge fan of The Question and The Huntress. Yes! Did you ever, did you ever see this? You get what you came for? I believe so. If there's a link between Luthor and Cadmus, I'll find it here. Which leaves the rest of our evening tantalizingly free. There are three terabytes of data here. I'll be busy for days. Oh, dinner and a movie? It's a start. Yeah, no, Nick's speaking my language here. I <laughs> loved them in that show. Yeah, absolutely. They they kind of... Justice League Unlimited was cool because they could bring in some of the heroes that uh, would, you know, like never get their own show. Um, but they could have like a few episodes dedicated to them. And I really loved what they did with the question. 
um, the question, they kind of turned him into, like, the question in the comics is famous for being the second best detective in the world. <laughs> like, he's not as good as Batman, but he's still pretty good. Like, um, there, there's, like, a line uh, of uh, comics that were written by Dennis O'Neill, who, like, created uh, Ra's al Ghul and things like that for Batman. And he wrote the the question for a while. And in his first question comic, the question gets shot. And he's in the hospital recovering. And Batman shows up in the hospital. And he goes and he yells at the question. And he's like, you're not a real detective. You're not good at fighting crime. You got to cut this out. And then the question goes like, Screw you, Batman. I'm going to do whatever I want. And so uh, I really liked how Question was in the... was in the, uh, They brought him into the Justice League Unlimited. And they kind of turned him into, like, this conspiracy theorist character. Um, and he was, like, insane, but he was always right. And uh, in this episode called Double Date... Um, he kind of, like, starts following around the Huntress, who's on, like, a, a mission for revenge. And uh, the question is helping her for some reason. And she's like, why are you helping me? And in the end, he's just like, I like you. <laughs> and it's very yeah. cute. Then why go to all the trouble to help? Why risk your life for me? Because I like you. Yeah, I watched it yesterday because I told Desiree that I was who you were picking, and then she told me to watch the episode, so I watched it. I came prepared. Oh, nice. What do you it, think? It's one of my favorite Justice League episodes. Like, Black Canary, Green Arrow, plus Huntress in Question. Like, yeah. it was just so fun and so cute. Like, Question legit turns into, like, an anime character at the end. He's like, he's like, oh, yeah. I like you, like, blushing underneath his mask and stuff, yeah. and Huntress yeah. is just, like, sweet. Okay, let's do this. Yeah. That was really cute. And I liked when um, uh, Black Canary and Green Arrow were on her motorcycle, and it, like, they had to jump off of it, and she was really upset because she just rebuilt it. I thought that was really funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah one of my all-time favorite episodes. And the couple was so great. Like, they got away with... Quite a, like, some risque writing there, too, with them. Like, um, I remember one episode in Unlimited where Question is researching before he finds out, like, about the alternate universe where Superman was, like, a dictator or something. And Huntress mm-hmm. is on, like, the little calm line with him. And she's like, so what are you wearing? And Question's <laughs> like, orange socks, fedora. And as a kid, like, it went over my head. But as an adult, I'm like, oh, I see what she was trying to do. Dang, Question, you missed yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I like that question missed it too. Yeah, he. I didn't get it younger, and neither did question. <laughs> yeah, I. I really. I. You know, my brother Matt and I, um, a few years ago, met with a an executive, um, like a like a movie guy who was like. What's what's a DC superhero? He wanted to make a DC movie, but he didn't know of any characters that weren't, you know, like Batman or Superman. 
And he was like, what's a character that you could do? And I was like, you should do the question um, and the huntress. And I and for a while we were working on a, a pitch for a, a movie of question and huntress. And we were like, it's just based on that one episode where they go on a date. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think it's so good that they should make a movie all about it. Wait, what happened? So, did the guy not like your idea? Oh, no. Most of what happens in Hollywood is nothing. So, um, eventually, eventually we sent him some ideas and then never heard back. So, I I don't know if he's listening to this, but if he is, you could still do it, man. They're making (laughs) a ton of those movies. I'd watch it. Right? It'd be pretty cool. Right. <laughs> so Desiree, who is your favorite? Um, okay, first of all, this was very difficult for me. Um, <laughs> cuz there's so many great couples throughout all the all the classics. Um, I was originally going to go with like Clovis, like Lois and Clark New Adventures of Superman, Clovis, cuz I love Terry Hatcher and I love Dean Cain and I loved their relationship, but I thought more about it and I realized, like, if I'm going to pick any, like, ultimate DC TV classics couple, I have to go with Robin and Starfire from Teen Titans, the animated show. Like, I just, I loved everything about their relationship. Like, my little teen self was so into them. And, uh, like, they were, like, one of the original, like, you know, one true pairings in my my fandom life. Um, I can say that without sounding completely nerdy, right? Um, (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, that show really, like, that was, those were the first comics I ever really read was the new Teen Titans series. And, um, you know, so that show has done a lot for me as far as getting me into comics, comics. And, uh, like, I loved how Robin and Starfire, and, and the Robin in the show is Dick Grayson. They give they never say his name, but they give you a lot of hints. Mm-hmm. Um, the one episode where Larry shows up, he spells his name, and it's Dick Grayson actually spelled backwards. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's some like references to like the flying Graysons and stuff spun throughout the show and in the uh, the after comics that were originally titled Teen Titans Go, not the show, but their actual comics it makes it very confusing for Google. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I loved how they were they were just really really good friends like in the beginning like they were and they repeatedly said like they're best friends like yeah there were like hints of romance and stuff but they were first and foremost like best friends and they had such great understanding for each other. And all this great communication. Like, one of my favorite episodes is probably Haunted. And, uh, like, in the end, you know, Robin had been going a little a little wild with his brain and stuff because that Slade powder or whatever, seeing Slade everywhere and taking it out on the team. And mm-hmm. it's Starfire who's closest to him that actually, like, takes him out. Leave him alone. And she's the only one who could have done that. Like... She's the one who would step up and do that for him because she knew he was dangerous and this wasn't how he wanted to be. When things were bad, there was a moment where I truly believed that you were like Slade. I doubted you, and for that, I am sorry. I doubted myself, Star. Like, and I loved that about the relationship. And then, you know, in the comics, they had like that some some of those similar aspects where they were just always talking, always communicating, just very loving and flirtatious and stuff. And one day DC will bring them back to me. One day. One day. I agree. Well, yeah, they're great. 
I I loved I also loved uh Robin and Starfire. I I never liked Robin and uh and Bar- Barbara Gordon because yes. I was like yeah. I was like you nah post anytime. Oh thanks. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Cuz Barbara Gordon's cool on her on her own, you know. It's like I didn't like that she was uh that they tried to stick those two together cuz it's like both the Batman sidekicks just yeah. I, they're like I guess we'll go out but I I liked uh, Robin and Starfire as well that was real cool yeah no I only saw bits of like Robin and Starfire especially like excerpts from like the comics but I think they're really cute together so I totally see why a lot of people would ship that yeah but I'm for it also the the animated Teen Titans was the first Teen Titans stuff that I really paid attention to and then i remember looking up starfire in the comics and seeing (laughs) what she looks like in the comics and going like yikes (laughs) the show like down aged them a lot they were like i mean they never specified ages but they were at least between like 13 maybe to 15 and in the comics they're all like 16 all the way up to like 20 something so those aren't they're not teens yeah, yeah, right? They kind of played it fast and loose with the actual, like, what teen is, but... Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was, like, Cyborg's uh, original Teen Titans costume, though. Like, when I looked at... That was probably one of the more shocking costumes, um, was his, because it's just... Cyborg? Yeah, it's, like, this white outfit, and it shows, like, a lot of chest and thigh and stuff, and it looks kind of ridiculous, and but it's, <laughs> it's great. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, wasn't wasn't in Teen Titans, wasn't it Beast Boy and Terra? Wasn't that a thing for a while? Yeah, they had a thing for a while. Um, and then, you know, Judas Contract. Um Beast right. Boy and Raven actually do have a thing. Like yeah, they, further they down the line. Like way, way after. That's so, cool. and Raven actually had a like a sorta of legit thing for Dick Grayson. Um, really? But that, yeah, but that didn't go anywhere. Like, yeah, there was, like, okay. some demon stuff, and, you know, Starfire kind of had to be like, you love him like a brother, and she's like, I think I do, maybe, I don't know, it got a little weird, um, but, yeah. <laughs> I saw it, I saw an episode of Teen Titans Go, where Raven split into a bunch of different Ravens that were all, this is a new show, so this isn't, like, a classic one, so it doesn't count, I guess. Um, but uh, she splits into a bunch of different ravens, and one of them is like a pink raven or something who is in love with Beast Boy, and she's kissing kissing him the whole episode. And I was like, <laughs> I think I remember seeing that episode. Cool. It's great, I you know, I liked it because I liked I liked Beast Boy and Raven too. That was like a classic stupid guy likes likes cool girl kind of thing. I like that. Well, Keith uh, thinks that Teen Titans Go is awesome, and he says, sorry, haters. <laughs> it is a good show. I watched a lot of it, yeah. It's actually, it's got some clever moments um, that are kind of just kind of woven in. Like, there's one where uh, they go to the Batcave, and there's, it kind of looks like an entertainment system. And if you actually look on it, there's a crowbar and an urn of, like, ashes or whatever. 
Um, <laughs> so it kind of implies like, hey, Jason Todd, and here's the crowbar that the Joker beat him with. And it's like, it's a sad, <laughs> clever thing, but... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Keith told me that that was a good a good show, so I went and I watched a bunch of it. And Keith, if you can hear me, <laughs> you're right. It's a great show. I love it. Speaking of Keith, I wanted to mention what was his favorite um, favorite couple, and his favorite couple is um, Clark and Lois from Smallville, which I think everyone kind of. Figure <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I, surprise, surprise. Keith likes Smallville. Right? I was like, of course it was going to be them. But I see yeah. it. I haven't finished their whole like arc, so they're not together yet where I'm at on Smallville. But I really do enjoy like their banter, even though they're like not together yet. It's really cute. So I yeah. can see why. Speaking of, you know, like, a loser guy that likes the cool girl, it's like, that's ultimate Lois and Clark, no matter what the the incarnation is. It's like, that's what's cool about it, is Lois is kind of like this grizzled old reporter who's, like, smoking and drinking coffee, and Clark <laughs> is, you know, this, like, really pure farm boy, and uh, it's like a farm boy and a city girl. And uh, yeah. they and they love each other because I don't know he he looks at her and goes like oh she's cool and uh, I admire her and respect her and she's like this Superman guy is so pure he like makes her feel innocent again I I think that that's pretty beautiful yeah so, they are really cute they're oh. cute Lois and Clark they're cute. I- I think one of my favorite moments in Smallville is actually, I don't remember what episode, I think it was season four, though, um, and it's its so, like, early, like, late 90s, early 2000s, but it was, like, Clark, they're all at, like, some kind of school carnival festival thing or whatever, which, it must be a small town thing, because my town's never had this, um, but Clark isn't one of those, like, you know, hit, throw the ball and it'll dunk you thing, and Lois mm-hmm. throws the football, and it dunks him, and, you know, he comes back up, and they're smiling at each other, and, like, an Avril Lavigne song plays in the background as Chloe <laughs> looks between both of them. So it's it's cheesy and it's super early 2000s, but it was such a great moment because you can just feel the chemistry and it, it was kind of like this great foreshadowing thing. Like, you know, like, yes, these two are going to end up together eventually. Like, this is their future and you can tell that it's going to happen. Like, they're going to come together because they just have that that thing between them. So, so Keith yeah. picked a good one, too. Yeah, no, I actually like when even if, like, the couples don't end up together right away, when you already can tell that they have that chemistry. Because it makes such a difference when they finally actually do get together on the show, at least in my opinion. Because sometimes they'll cast actors and they're good in their roles individually, but then when they come together, the chemistry isn't there sometimes. So I'm glad that they actually have that chemistry. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like know. some of the newer DC TV shows can learn something, something from the older ones, but, you know, whatever. Well, I think for me, that's just, like, one show that has that problem, and I don't want to go down that route of, <laughs> like, crazy people tweeting at me, and I don't need that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he he just posted the, the clip that you were talking about, exactly. Yeah. The best clip, man! <laughs> that's great. I'm going to have to watch that. Didn't those guys on the base teach you anything? Wouldn't you like to know? 
<laughs> Doesn't matter, because you are going down. That'll be the day. Yeah, so Keith just told us the episode name. It's Facade Season 4. So okay. absolutely one of my favorite clips of anything. So my favorite is actually from Smallville 2, but you guys are going to probably kill me. I totally shipped Chloe and Clark, like, the first couple seasons. I was Uh-oh. just... And I, I know, and I knew it wasn't going to work out, because I know, like, I knew before, like, watching it that Lois Lane shows up. So I was just like... Why would they do this to me? Because <laughs> I really like I liked it. I'm always like for that person, like best friends who end up becoming a couple. Those are like always my favorite ship. So I was like, oh, but I do like I do. I know that Lois is better suited for him, but I really do enjoy Chloe and Clark. What is their ship name? Actually, I don't know it. Yeah. What do you like do the- when when they have the same first few letters? In the- <laughs> Uh, yeah, Clark. Clark. Yeah, know. yeah. It can't be Clark because yeah, I guess it's just Clark. Chloe and Clark. Clark, Clark. or Chloe. Chloe and Clark. They were they were cute. You know, I always like I always kind of wanted Chloe to eventually get over him because I knew it wasn't going to work out. But there were actually people that thought they were going to be like like Endgame. Like there uh, were a lot of theories that Chloe was like the real Lois Lane. I'm not even going to so say Clark. it. Clark. Clark. Oh my gosh, that's terrible. No, what's really terrible was the Young Justice ship names, because that made it impossible to find anything for them. Stuff like, yeah, uh... But I honestly did ship uh, Wally and Artemis. I thought they were super cute. Hey, it's after midnight. Happy Valentine's Day, Artemis. You remembered. Come on, what kind of jerk would I be if I forgot Valentine's Day? For the fifth year in a row. I know you don't like them, Desiree, but, like, it, I thought they were cute. To, to be fair, in my defense, I don't actually like any of the canon couples that were in um, Young Justice, except for, like, Green Arrow and Black Canary. Like, I just, I never got into Super Martian, because I didn't like Young Justice's version of Superboy. I was like, chill out, get in, like, an earring, like, <laughs> like, come on, bring back the fun 90s stuff. Like, he was so sad all the time like and then um like Artemis and Wally were okay but I just I really couldn't get into them and like I just didn't like like the the romances on the show I just felt like were really underdeveloped and at the end of season one everybody just kisses each other and I'm like but why like so I shipped a bunch of like fanning couples for Young Justice like I loved Calder and Clone Roy I love and I've talked about them before I love them um that's right. Who else did I like? I liked uh, Jaime and Bart Allen. I thought they were really cute. Like, I thought Bart for sure had a crush on on some Blue Beetle. Um, <laughs> I I liked actually Artemis and Zatanna a lot. Like, their their one episode where they just kind of went on like a superhero date thing together for Halloween was really cool. Was that the one where someone also played like a prank in the gym that they were at or something like yes. that? Yes. Okay. Yeah, see, like, I watched it all so fast, so, like, there's some aspects of the shows that I remember, even if it's, like, in the same episode. So, but, yeah, I remember that episode. That episode was really funny. So, yeah, nothing 
against it. Well, they were called Spitfire too, which I was like, that's not why. I don't <laughs> like there's the ship names for Young Justice didn't even make sense to me because I'm like at least Super Martian, okay, Superboy, Miss Martian, but like Spitfire, like her name is Artemis and his is like Kid Flash. How do you get that? I have no idea. That's very. They called him Spitfire. Yeah, I think it was like a, a nickname Wally might have. I can't remember. I was like, you guys make this very difficult. Like, you. I felt so fandom lady old. I'm like, just smash their names together like we used to back in the old days. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Brangelina. <laughs> yeah, Brangelina. There you go. Um, can we now talk about some of the ones that weren't our favorites, but like we still liked? Sure. Yeah, like honorary? Honorary ones. Because I, I Batman has been with so many different people <laughs> over the years. Um, you know, he's had like Wonder Woman. Him and Wonder Woman was a thing in Justice League. You know, he's got Catwoman and all that stuff. But I used to really root for in the 90s Batman cartoon, um, Batman and Harley Quinn. Uh, because, you know, Harley was, you know, definitely in love with the Joker, but that was a bad thing. That was, he's a he's a wrong kind of guy. And yeah. uh, then they had a few episodes where Batman and Harley kind of had a thing. And there's one where Harley gets out gets out of Arkham like she's declared sane and is released from Arkham Asylum and she goes and she's shopping and she like has her hyenas on a leash and she's on roller skates and she just looks insane and she buys a dress but doesn't wait for them to take the security tag off of the dress so she's walking out of the store and then the security alarm goes off, and <clears throat> she's like, I paid for this. This isn't right. You guys are trying to send me back to the slammer. And then she, uh, and then she like, puts on her costume again, and uh, Bruce Wayne happens to also be in the department store. And Harley Quinn ends up accidentally kidnapping Bruce Wayne's girlfriend and going running on a rampage. And by the end of the episode, she goes, it, Batman has to catch her. And uh, she goes back to Arkham. And they're like, oh, you lasted for less than a day. Um, welcome back. And she's, like, very upset and sad that she couldn't make it in the real world. But then Batman gives her the the dress that she bought like he okay. kept it for her and she's like why why were you why are you so nice to me why did you stay with me all day risking your butt for someone who's never given you anything but trouble and he's like i know what it's like to try and rebuild a life and then he's like i had a bad day too once i had a bad day too once and then um Harley Quinn says, Nice guys like you shouldn't have bad days. 
and then she kisses him and she uh kisses him once little and then she kisses him again for a long time and then she goes call me and then batman goes don't press your luck and he walks away You go, Batman, you stinker. Um, <laughs> but so I was always big into like, I think that Harley should turn all the way good, give up the Joker and start liking Batman. That was that was what I liked. Yeah, no, as a kid, I thought there was nothing wrong with Harley and Joker besides them being villains. But, you know. Oh. In hindsight, it's like that was really bad that I really like enjoyed them together as a kid. Like I didn't oh, yeah. see anything wrong with it. But I always remember that episode with um I know it's I don't know if she's talking to Bruce or Batman, but I know like if he's in costume or not, but I know she's talking to him and she says something about like she kind of says, Why does he always have to treat me this way? And I always remember that episode, even though like as a kid it didn't like settle in my head that it was wrong what he joker was doing to her but i always remember that episode and i was like that moment it's very sweet yeah yeah that's really nice i i yeah i was i loved harley quinn harley quinn was my favorite character as a kid by far i'm kind of sure what i want batman just to be alone (laughs) all right i i love wonder bat i i can even see Batman Harley, I think that would be kind of cool. But like in canon, I'm like, no, Bruce has got issues. <laughs> like he yeah. needs to raise a child and have them not die, and then maybe we can look into getting him like a real, a, like a real relationship. Like yeah. I don't know, I yeah. For me, like an honorary Batman couple would just would always be Wonder Bat because it's the only I don't know. It just works for me. But Batman Harley sounds cool. I've never thought of them. So well. I, cool, I, I don't really think they should end up together, but in my heart, I would like <laughs> it. But in my brain, I know that that's pretty... It, it's, it, it wouldn't work. They're both too crazy. <laughs> um, so you like Batman and Wonder Woman? Not even <laughs> Batman and Catwoman? I, <laughs> I have this, this theory that people in Gotham shouldn't date other people in Gotham. <laughs> like, good, except for Harley and Poison Ivy, I don't oh, yeah, like yeah, any, yeah. like, Gotham couples. Like, I never liked Batman and Catwoman. I never liked Tim Drake and Stephanie Brown. I never liked Dick Grayson and Barbara Gordon. Like, all those couples, I'm just like, don't date other bats. Like, it never ends well. It doesn't work. Yeah. Like, Gotham is a city where the sun doesn't shine. I think that's affected, it, like, everybody's relationships. Yeah. You, you're right. <laughs> like, for me, Bruce works best when he's, like, or, like, he's at his, like, healthiest when he's, like, chilling with Clark and Diana in the Trinity. And I always liked Dick with, like, Starfire um, mm-hmm. or even just hanging out with, like, the Teen Titans and Outsiders. And then Tim Drake with Young, Young Justice and, like, the original Superboy, like, Khan. Like, I always lo- loved those two together um, in the comics. And then... For Steph, I actually, I liked Steph with Cassie, with Cass Kane. Um, I thought that was her or, like, Supergirl. I always liked her with Kara, too. But, like, yeah, don't don't date in Gotham. (laughs) Like, it doesn't work. 
Like what you about... have legit crocodiles in your sewer. Like that's just Yeah. <laughs> what about Barbara though? Who's who is there for poor Barbara? I actually I like Barbara as much as I like Green Arrow and Black Canary, I like Barbara with Dinah. Um, or uh-huh. Helena, or Luke Fox from her new, her one of her newest solos from the New 52. Um, her mm-hmm. and Luke Fox dated for a little bit, and I thought they were really, really cute. Um, or her with uh, with Frankie, who was also from her Back Row of Burnside series. Like, I thought they were really, really cute, too. So, like, any of those people, and again, they're all, like, outside people. <laughs> like, like, Luke's yeah. from Gotham, but he's, like, Gotham light, you know? He's, like, not Gotham crazy. <laughs> Gotham's <laughs> not right in the head. In the animated universe, Barbara just ends up alone, right? She's just, she becomes, in Batman Beyond, she's, like, the new police commissioner. Yeah. She has a husband in Batman Beyond. She does? Yeah, but he's not, like, I can't remember who he was, but he wasn't, like, a comic character, I don't think. Okay, she doesn't care about him. Yeah. Her one true love is the law. So, yeah, she doesn't end up alone, but she doesn't end up with, like, Dick Grayson or anybody like that, which I actually kind of liked. Oh, oh, Keith is saying that doesn't Return of the Joker imply that Bruce and Barbara had a thing. That, which, that's a thing we don't talk about. The, you know, the the animated people love Bruce and Barbara. I think that's, if we're going to be honest, I think that's their ship. They keep on trying to stick Barbara and Bruce together. And you yeah. just go like, he's too old. It's weird. It's weird, and I don't get why Bruce Tim likes it so much. I don't know. I don't know. I don't but, know. They, like, lo- they love it. Her? He's best friends with her dad. Yeah, and then he's like 20 years older than her, right? I guess yeah, if like, you're... Barbara was always supposed to be like the oldest of the Bat Kids, but she's still supposed to be like in her at least mid-20s. And Bruce is at least like like in his mid-30s, if not 40s. Like, it's weird. Like, yeah. yeah. Can you imagine him going up to Commissioner Gordon and be like, yeah, so I accidentally got your daughter pregnant. Sorry about that. Oh like, what? Yikes. But yeah, that's, that's a thing that happened. Gordon doesn't know. They revealed that. that he's what? Batman, right? Commissioner Gordon doesn't know he's Batman, right? Oh, Until I don't like, know. So, I mean, they could just act like they're two different people. And- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Oh, man. Um... Uh, yeah, that'd be like the Barbara and Bruce thing. That's like in Friends when Monica was dating Richard. Do you remember this? Did you ever watch Friends? I hated it. The point is is that I hated it. (laughs) (laughs) Nick had to sneak that in there. He's like, just so everybody knows, I hated it. (laughs) You hear me, people that made Friends? I didn't like Richard. Is that, uh... He's Tom Selleck. Okay, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Was it, yeah, I was going to say mustache guy. (laughs) That's mustache guy, exactly. I mean, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you know, he was like Batman to her. Everybody thought he was cool. And everybody started growing mustaches to try and be like him. (laughs) It was a funny episode. (laughs) Did you try to grow one? No, no, no. I never wanted to be like Richard. (laughs) Okay. But uh, so Brittany, who would be a an honorary honorary couple for you? Um, like a fanon kind of thing. Yeah, just like a crazy thing. 
Uh, I don't know. Like, even if you could cross shows to go, like, this guy from this show and this guy from this show. Just go completely crazy. Um, you know, okay, well, this is completely crossing. This is going to be crossing a classic with, like, a current show. I'm going to say Constantine and Iris West. Yes. (laughs) Okay, I got to hear this. Okay, it's just, look, I just like Constantine, and Iris West is a woman of color. I'm a woman of color. Let's, I, yes, there we go. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Let's make it happen. Yeah, for the win, man. I can't believe I just Have you seen the crack, I know this is, like, not related, but crack shipping for Disney stuff is crazy. I think I have. That's that's some wild stuff. Like, but I'm all for it. Like, you know, go wild with the shipping because it's it's just more fun. Like, I've seen a. I, I'm wondering if there will be like weird crack shipping after the the upcoming musical episode since Darren, Chris, and uh, Sebastian were actually their characters on Glee were into each other. So I'm wondering if that's gonna make like a comeback. That would be. That'd be there you go. One's now the one who's, like, sort of the hero is now the villain. Yeah. Tracks, that's that's kind of funny. Pretty funny. Pretty funny stuff. I'm trying to think if if I could cross any characters from different shows. I don't know. In the meantime, Desiree, what do, what do you think? Like, what's an unofficial ship for you? Like, um, a, an honorary ship. An honorary ship for me. Oh, there's so many. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many I, I've liked. Um, I, I have to give a quick shout out to John Stewart and uh, and Hot Girl Shaira oh, from, yeah. from the DC yeah. anime. I mean, they were canon, They're so, so I don't, cute. They were so cute. Like this episode. Yes, I just I love them so much. Um, see, they were like a couple that didn't happen in the comics, and that happened only in like the animated stuff. But that worked. Like. I wish I, I wish you could see more of that, like, you know, like, couples that weren't in the comics, but they don't really work on some of the more recent stuff, but, like, they were a couple that was adapted for, you know, the anime universe, and they, they really work together. Um, but, it, like, a more out-there couple, or, like, I don't know if out-there is the word, but an honorary one, um, come, come back to me, because I did have one, and now I completely lost it. You know what would be a couple that I would just like to see play out, like, see their romantic um like their romantic squabbles would be lex luther and the joker like wouldn't that be cool because they both think they're the best that they're the greatest criminal mind and then to like have them you know like really bicker about it they're just i think that the two of them actually because they both love themselves so much how would they also love each other? Mm. Right? That would be such an awful relationship. Like, that would be crazy. Like, that would be wild, but that's interesting. They deserve each other. That they do. <laughs> <laughs> that would be wild. It would be, yeah. Like, was it? I know people, um, it's a current show, but people were shipping on Gotham, uh, Penguin, and um, the Riddler. Isn't that, yeah, like, canon? Yeah. That's it's kind of canon to where Penguin. I I read about this. Uh, Penguin was in love with the Riddler, 
and the Riddler like turns Penguin down or something like that, and uh-huh. then Penguin gets very upset. Oh, I mean, it's Gotham. Is anybody allowed to be happy? True. Yeah. No. No, they're not. <laughs> what oh, about nice. like? What about like Alfred and Poison Ivy? Like you know how in Spider Man sometimes Spider Man's villains will try to marry Aunt May. Like <laughs> there was there's there was a comic story where um Doctor Octopus tried to marry Aunt May because there was a treasure hidden under Peter Parker's house <laughs> that he oh wanted to get to. And um there's a really great panel in the comic where like, uh, Dr. Octopus and Aunt May are getting married, and the priest is reading, like, the, I don't know, the wedding stuff from a book. And he says, with this ring, I the web? And uh, oh because, Peter Par- because Spider-Man is, like, shooting a web onto the book to, like, crash the marriage. And, <laughs> um, like, why not... People should take more advantage of of Alfred, you know? Like, Poison Ivy should be like, oh, Alfred's a lonely old man. Um, I can, like, get into the Wayne house by, like, seducing this fellow. Yes, that's a really good idea. Bring in some contention between Alfred and and Bruce. Or maybe you guys should do a second Holy Musical Batman and have that be one of the storylines. There you go. Oh, we'll we'll see. We we've had ideas for a second one. It's called the Dark Knight Reprises. Yes, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. That's my favorite musical you guys have done. So, like, I, like I was that. really excited for that. I don't know if it's ever gonna happen though. We'll see. Are you guys can just like put it on and <laughs> like in a small theater and I'll watch. Okay, just for, me, for like you. just for me, a just whole for you, theater sure. just for me. Sure, that sounds okay. fine. <laughs> Does anyone have any final thoughts? Or when I fly, when I remember my couple, I'm going to tweet this out because this is going to bug me forever. <laughs> um, is it just Harley and Poison Ivy? That's a no, great no. Because I mean, Harley and Poison, like they're great. Like I love them, and and they are canon now. Um, I doubt like we'll ever see them canon in, in like an adaptation. I really do. Like, I'm really cynical in that way. <laughs> oh, I remember my couple, Virgil and Richie from Static Shock. Boom. Just remembered. There you I go. feel so proud of myself right now. <laughs> I've watched Static Shock, but I don't remember, like, anything from that show at all. Yeah, the interesting thing was, um, it was one of my favorite, like, DCAU cartoons. And uh, Dwayne McDuffie actually says, I think it's on, like, his forum boards. Um, somebody had asked if there were, like, any gay characters in the show, and he said that Richie was gay, but they weren't allowed to, to say anything because of censorship. So, uh-huh. and, like, Virgil wasn't allowed to even, like, have really legitimate romantic relationships on his show because of censorship. So it's, it was kind of awful. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Uh-huh. Um, so, but no, they were they were one of those, like, like Brittany was saying about Chloe and Clark, like, they were one of those best friends type things, and I thought they would have just made, like, the cutest couple. So that was another one of, like, my childhood, you know, ships or whatever. That was never, ever, ever going to happen. And nobody seems to remember that Static Shock was a thing. Like, it gets no love (laughs) 
But yeah, I, I remember Static Shock, and I remember Virgil and Richie, and I ship them. That's my honorary couple. I remember watching it. I just honestly don't remember what actually happened on the show. And then I don't know if the listeners remember Daniel, who was on the very first episode. He loves Static Shock. So maybe we should have him on back again sometime. I know he's real busy now, so then you guys can, like, go crazy about Static Shock together. Gives me an excuse to rewatch, actually. So, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Okay, well, I guess that wraps us up for the day, this episode. So, um, Desiree, where can our listeners find you on social media? Um, go to latinasmediamusings.wordpress.com and you will find all my social handles and my blog posts and my portfolio and everything right there. Any new projects or anything or no? I am still working on my Being Latin in Comics network. So Mm -hmm. the writers is up, artists is almost done, journalists are almost done. Um, They should be up by the end of the week. And then I have a new blog post coming out about the Black Canary, actually. Awesome. And Nick, what about you? Um, I'm on Twitter at NickLangTweets, but I I don't do it too much. Um, (laughs) I'm I'm bad. Don't don't even bother. Um, (laughs) But uh and then uh, if anyone wants to look at Starkid stuff, um, it's on YouTube at Team Starkid, and then it's, I think, on Twitter at, at Team Starkid. That's, that's, where, that's where everything is. That's more interesting than me. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> Don't pay attention yeah. to me. <laughs> and you guys can find me at social media, on social media, at Hi Brittany Monet on pretty much everything. Uh, Please, if you're not subscribing to us yet, subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. And we are part of a larger podcast network called DCTV Podcast. You can check out the other podcast listeners. If you have any ideas for our upcoming episodes, you should tweet us at DCTV Classics or um, find us on Facebook and send us comments on what you think we should do for our next episode. Until then... Same pod channel, same time. I don't know what Keith says. (laughs) Yeah, Keith always makes it sound so cool. I know. That's why I'm like, Keith does it so effortlessly. (laughs) Isn't it like same pod time, same same pod channel? I don't remember. Um, Yeah, I'm just like, uh...